Hey, it's Gina with the Good News Girl podcast. Welcome to the show. Really glad to have you here. Hope you enjoy the episode. Hello, today's podcast is about freedom and confronting false mindsets, getting free and staying free. So thank you, Lord. I just want to pray, invite you into this podcast. I thank you for each and every ear who hears this message. And Lord, I ask for you to come and be the voice through these words. I invite you here, Holy Spirit. Amen. So I was thinking about freedom and uh, put this put this message together. Um, it is Jesus who sets us free, and he completely transforms our life. Um, our life should not look the same once he's been invited in. Uh, we get new life. We get a new life with him, and uh, the people around us should know that. Um, and we're constantly working this out. You know, we're constantly growing and um, evolving and getting freer. And um, I just feel like it's a, it's a constant transformation once Jesus comes into our life. So it's all about him and keeping our eyes on him. And we become set apart. So we're set apart and holy when we give our lives to God. So I wanted to share a few keys about freedom, um, getting freedom, keeping freedom, you know, getting free, staying free, and um, the access that we have here as believers. So in thinking about confronting false mindsets, I uh, put together some keys that I'm going to lay out here. Um, Satan and the demonic work by targeting our minds. Their goal is to kill, steal, and destroy. We know that from the Bible. And if they can just get you believing a lie, then they have a way of operating through you, through that lie, in you through that lie, um, which we have power over. The Bible tells us that our battle is not against flesh and blood, but against rulers, authorities, and the powers of darkness in this world and spiritual forces of evil. Um, so... This is, you know, we know what our, who our enemy is. We know our enemy is Satan. And um, so I want to lay out a couple of keys here. Uh, the first is the presence of the Lord. His presence is fullness of joy. And that comes from Psalm 1611. Um, where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. That comes out of 2 Corinthians 317. Uh, there's no other way to say that. When you're in his presence, fullness of joy and freedom. Um, So, you know, if you need some freedom, I would give you a prescription here through the first key. Increase your time in his presence. (laughs) That's the first key. Second is worship. How do we get into his presence to to, to get those fullness of joy and freedom? Um, He has told us right in the word. How do we get through his gate to his gates and courts? Thanksgiving and praise on a psalm. 100 verse 4 incorporate this into your life adore him worship him he can't resist it it brings us and draws his presence get around people who are going after his presence in other words don't stay in dead places where you find the presence of god stick around there don't keep going back to dead things and hoping something will change go where he can be found find out what the holy spirit is doing and follow him so the second prescription would be increase your worship Uh, The third key is good teaching. Good teaching is so important. 
It's important before deliverance and it's important after deliverance. When you hear good teaching, it does confront a false mindset. True teaching comes from revelation of the word of God. You know the difference between someone who's just regurgitating something secondhand that they heard from revelation somewhere else and when someone's actually hearing and sharing the revelation. The interpretation of scripture is dependent on the spirit of revelation. The Holy Spirit is our teacher, our guide. So we always need to recognize that. However, he does use the hands and feet of his people to bring forth what he's trying to accomplish in the earth. The office of the teacher is part of the fivefold ministry if you check Ephesians. Um, and it's for the equipping of the saints. So we need to get around good teachers. Good teaching brings sound wisdom. Once the truth is revealed to you, you can grab hold of that and chase after it for your life. Jesus said the truth will set you free in John 8, 32. He is the truth, and that's why presence is so important. Um, after deliverance, a part of staying free is to renew your mind. And that comes from Romans 12. So good teaching helps you keep on track. And I'm going to unfold a little bit more uh, with the following keys. But get good teaching. It does confront false mindsets. The fourth key is the prophetic the prophetic has a way of confronting lies head on with the truth of what God thinks and says about us. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there will be a prophetic atmosphere. Angels and demons moving in a room or in a meeting proves the spirit of the Lord is present. Grab hold of prophetic words by faith and fight with them. Um, 1 Timothy 1, 18-20 is the verse for that. Prophetic environments are healing environments. So get around the prophetic. Find ways to tap into that prophetic flow. That's where creativity happens. Healing happens in the prophetic. The fifth key is pray in tongues. Praying in tongues strengthens our inner man. 1 Corinthians 14.4 I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this one. You can go over and catch my podcast called Pray in the Spirit. But this will make a difference in your life and in your freedom. Increase the use of your prayer language. Um, key number six is trusted advisors. I could list a ton of scriptures here, and I'm going to let you search them out on your own. You can refer back to my very first podcast, Apostolic Fire, where I broke down the importance of having the right people around you. It is godly to have wise counsel, and you will find that all through the scriptures. Get good counsel. Who are you listening to? What does the fruit look like in their lives? And this goes, this applies to the prophetic, this applies to teachers, this applies to all of it. Worship, the worship you're around. Um, are they someone who is tossed to and fro with every wave that comes by? Are they double-minded and decisive? Do they jump from place to place? Can they even display the covenant um, relationships? Or are they just someone who's looking for the next best thing? They can't stay rooted anywhere. There's always a problem everywhere they go. Um, you can quickly weigh who's there just for the good times. Don't listen to these people. Just get re- Don't listen to their voice. I don't care how anointed or persuasive their tongue sounds, or how good their teachings are, or how much revelation they seem to carry. If they can't submit, don't listen. Judge a person by their fruit. Um, or are they another person who, you know, has all the right teachings, all the right words, has all the right information and knowledge, but they only show up to the, the big name speaker events. They want to be in the front row for all of that. They're the first to be in line for a prophetic word but they can't show up for the little things. They're not serving in any capacity. Um, They want to be prophesied over, but they don't spend any time praying for other people. Um, If you look back in the Old Testament, the priestly garments at the bottom had a bell and a pomegranate. It was a bell, a pomegranate, a bell, a pomegranate. And um, the point 
I grab grasp from that is that you can't just listen to every clanging cymbal. There has to be fruit with it. For every sound that you hear, every bell on the on the priestly garments, there is fruit, a pomegranate. I'll tell you what, it's it's not normally the person who's on display the most that carries the best fruit. There are plants that can look like they're thriving, full of leaves, um, but never have fruit. Uh, they can look abundant, but where is the evidence? Always weigh what you're listening to and hearing with the fruit behind it. Jesus said you will know them by their fruit. There's a difference between saying you have good fruit and actually carrying good fruit. (laughs) I found that out too. A lot of people who like to say that they're this specific type of person, their character doesn't end up matching what they say that they are or what that they say that they do. So keep that um, and always submit revelations that you get from God to trusted counsel. You will be deceived otherwise. No one should think that they're a one-man island of revelation from God. If you have trusted advisors, they will not let you stay believing a lie. They will encourage encourage you and fight with you to get you out of that lie. So you need to be submitted to some type of leadership structure. That's the bottom line. Trusted advisors is really important. Okay, the seventh key is meditate on the word. You have to be rooted and grounded in the word. You cannot have spiritual experiences without the word or without knowing the word or bringing it back to the word. Again, you will be deceived. It's very simple. God's word is truth and we have to know it. It is alive and active and we need to be able to evaluate spiritual encounters. Nothing confronts false mindsets more than the word of God. If you need freedom or if you're struggling to keep your freedom, here's another prescription. Increase your reading of the word. Number eight, get deliverance. Some things require actual deliverance. Don't be afraid of this. Um, It is very important and should not be overlooked. Have a heart of repentance. Stay humble. Don't be afraid to to get deliverance or to be confronted or rebuked by leaders. Um, the Bible says to seek peace and pursue it in Psalm 34, 14. It's also mentioned in Peter. Forgiveness is really huge in this area too. I feel like it goes along with deliverance. Um, and I believe our, our hearing God accurately is directly related to our personal healing and deliverance. The more we forgive, the more inner healing we get and deliverance, the clearer we hear God. Um, it's just our wounds can can impact so much they cause bitterness inside when we're not forgiving if we're you know unforgiveness harbors so much but it also puts a block between us and our hearing of the lord um nobody's a perfect person and we're all striving for for greater places of freedom um but jesus wasn't dying on the cross and saying father forgive them they don't know what they're doing um because it wasn't important he did that because it was the most important so here's another prescription increase your forgiveness right away just live a life of immediate forgiveness forgive right away don't let it harbor don't say i'll walk through that later just be forgiving right away it's so important deliverance is so important um, it's, a, it's a big part of the church and get around places and find, seek people out who can walk you through repentance and deliverance and, um, and get some, some of that stuff off you. <laughs> Freedom. Uh, the last key I have is understanding your authority. Um, we have the authority of Christ in us as believers. 
We have got to recognize that and start living from a place of authority. You know, I was thinking about a police officer, an officer of the law, that they recognize their authority. They're not any different than a layperson, yet their authority actually sets them apart. So um, we're called to be set apart wholly and walk in our authority. You know, if you have a driver's license, then you do understand the authority of a vehicle. You can't plow through a crowd of people and then say, oh, I didn't think the authority of the vehicle would actually work. We have to understand that we and step into our identity with regard to authority. Um, our, it matter. It works. So we can't just be like, oh, I didn't think I had the authority. Um, get around people who move and understand their authority and mimic it. Paul says to imitate me as I imitate Christ. It's always about Jesus. If you're struggling to understand your authority, ask him to show you. Ask him to send laborers into your field, um, into your life that can help teach you. And go after this. Um, I think one of the things about Christians that we miss is how much authority we carry in Christ. Um, We have to go after this a little bit, you guys. We have to fight for it on our end. I mean, it is Jesus who does it, but some of this is is faith-based. You know, the story that I told that person, um, I believe God can touch them whether they have the faith for it or not. Yes, he's a powerful God, but we have to be a willing vessel. Um, So a lot of this is faith-based. Yes, deliverance works through authority, and those demons have to submit the Bible just says it. They have to submit. And um, so we can go after this. But I want to read Ephesians six thirteen through 18. Um, I, I started off with Ephesians uh, 6, starting at verse 12, who our enemy is. Um, but then it says to put on the full armor of God, so that when this day of evil comes, you are able to stand your ground. And after you have done everything to stand, stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist. So truth, we, we talked about truth and good teaching. With the breastplate of righteousness in place, that's our salvation in Christ. And with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. That's the word. In addition to all of this, take up the shield of faith. Use your faith. And then you can extinguish the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation, renew your mind, get the truth, you know, and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, and pray in the spirit. I, I said this, pray in tongues. Increase your, your prayer in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for the Lord's people. Prayer works, guys. Prayer works. Um, so just to reiterate... Freedom, freedom. Go after the presence of the Lord. Worship Him in, with thanksgiving and praise. Get good teaching. Get around the prophetic. Pray in the Spirit. Have trusted advisors and listen to your wise counsel. Don't just have them around you. Listen to them. Meditate on the Word. Get deliverance and understand your authority. And Galatians 5.1 says, It is for freedom that we have been set free. So I just want to pray over you right now for freedom, that you would catch this. I speak to your spirit and I say, be free. Jesus paid for all of this on the cross and it is finished. Your freedom is your inheritance. Deliverance is your portion. It is for you. God is fighting for you. We confront false mindsets and lies that tell us otherwise, that tell us that our problems are bigger than our God. 
And I just release freedom right now over you in the name of Jesus, by the authority of Christ in me. Be free. Be free. Be free in Jesus' name. It is for freedom that we have been set free. Thanks for listening, you guys.